Northwest Christian School Online provides online Christian education for any students ranging from kindergarten to 10th grade. The tuition is fully covered through the state of Arizona's ESA program and is affordable for families out of state. You can count on NCS Online for a rigorous, proven online program that establishes a robust biblical worldview for all students. For more information, go to ncsonline.org. That's ncsonline.org. The Christmas story is amazing. Give us eyes to see being part of a story that is so big and so glorious. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen His glory. Friday. December 23rd. Gee, this oh is the goodness. eve. It's happening of Christmas yeah, the eve. the eve of the eve yeah. of Christmas. Absolutely. And so there's no stopping it. Less nope, than 48 hours, Christmas is here. Yes. Uh, fun. We actually are doing something this year different. We're, we're having two kind of Christmas Eve celebrations. So the first one we're calling Christmas Adam. Oh, Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve. Isn't that clever? That's that's very clever. (laughs) Whose idea was that? Actually, it was Marcy East. Okay. I guess her family's been doing this for for a while. Okay. And so Lisa Ann heard of this from Marcy. And so we like Christmas Eve so much, we're going to celebrate it twice. twice. Why not? (laughs) Why not? So Christmas Adam tonight. Okay, Adam tonight. At the Brown House. I love it. Yeah. And and we're going to hear from a church today, Christmas Adam, of... Desert Breeze. Desert Breeze Community Church. Yeah. And boy, the connections between between our school and that church are vast. They are. Uh, we, uh, we featured uh, quite a bit on campus. Uh, one of uh, our parents is Pastor Jace Meyer. Right. Uh, who's He's married to there. Brittany Meyer, who was our guidance counselor right. for, for a few years. And uh, he is their youth pastor over there. Yeah. And uh, Mr. Mark Young is their adult pastor, who, of course, taught here for I don't a know, lot 40 of years. years. I don't know. <laughs> um, and, and also, our librarian aide, Miss Aloha Johnson. That's is right. The uh, uh, sister to Pastor Ray Davis. Yeah. And, and Ray comes out of uh, a career in the fire department. Mm-hmm. And so he's a, he's a tough talker. He's, I mean, he's a straight shot. Absolutely. When it comes to delivering yeah. delivering messages, and I've really enjoyed listening to him, and so we're gonna we're gonna drop in uh, to one of his Christmas sermons, and and folks, I really think you're gonna enjoy this yeah, one absolutely. today. Absolutely, so, have a great Christmas, Adam. Christmas, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> enjoy. Take care. How's it going? Good morning, Desert Breeze. How are y'all doing? Good. Awesome. See some of you wearing hoodies, drinking warm drinks. It's kind of cold outside. It's raining. It's probably uh, my one of my favorite things. My uh, mother-in-law visited yesterday briefly, and I uh, was just driving through, and uh, she's not from Phoenix, and <laughs> she's like, "So it, it it rains here?" I'm like, "Yeah," and we're good. I mean, it's going to rain a few days, and then you know we'll get six months of uh, not rain. So you know, most <laughs> most of the most of the year. But, uh, but it's good to uh, have you all here this morning. Um, I get the honor of starting off this new teaching series of the greatest story ever told. So go ahead and, and grab your notes. Um, as for in this weekend, we're going to be discussing why worldviews matter. So this, this topic, particularly when it comes to worldviews, and, um, is, gets me really excited. And the reason being is, at one point, 
I was um, thinking, uh, or let me start over on that. Because of philosophy, it deals with this philosophical idea of your, these worldviews. And phil, uh, philosophy is thinking and considering these big, these big questions of life, existence, reason, morality, the, why we think or believe the way we do. And specifically, the study of these world religions and, and how people come to believe what they believe. At one point, before I went and got a business degree, I was working on, I was going for uh, my bachelor's in philosophy and world religion, but I switched because I didn't want to struggle finding a job. <laughs> you know, I wanted, you know, maybe make a living. Yeah. However, I did learn that you don't need a degree to be a philosopher and then also a theologian. A philosopher, again, being someone who thinks and, and considers these big questions about life, existence, reason, morality, and then theology being taking that a step further. And how do those big questions relate to, to God, the existence of God, and our belief about God? So a goal today, one a goal today I have is that you all leave here knowing that you're philosophers and theologians. Everybody is a philosopher and theologian. I want you to leave here knowing that you are. So you guys ready? Awesome. Let's pray. Dear God, thank you for this awesome day that you've made. As we study your word and review this greatest story ever told, this you coming to earth to become like us so that we might know you. Just pray that you would uh, guide our hearts and our minds this morning. In your name, amen. The Bible is the greatest story ever told. It is a love story of creation, man's fall, but also God's glorious redemption and restoration. And at the center of that story is a baby upon which everything would depend. And to the extent, at a fundamental level, that this love story shapes your worldview, that is, this, this, the observations and assumptions about this meaning of life, the universe and everything, that you, as it's shaped, you would find an unimaginable, satisfyingly full life, an unshakable faith that is only found in Christ. So, what is a worldview? How do we get, how do we allow ourselves to be shaped by a biblical worldview? See, everyone has a worldview. It's the, this, a worldview is the set of beliefs that determine how we live. It defines how we think about the world, about ourselves, and about others. It's how we interact. See, it is, it is the lens in which we look at everything, and you can't escape having a worldview. With every, but 
to be clear, so, and you're like, well, Russ, what is, what is my worldview? What do, how do I find out what my worldview is? Well, you, every worldview answers these seven questions that you have that I've written out for you. The first is, how did we get here? And this is our origin. Where did we come from? Primordial soup or a creator? Divine design or accident? So what you believe will define, your worldview will define this question. Another is why are we here? What is the meaning of life? What is our meaning? To just waste time until we die? Did we just not exist, born, live life, and then stop existing? And life is just this inconvenient time where we stop not existing? Or was there a plan before we were born? We have a reason to be here and a place we are going. Why are we here? Our meaning. And where are we going? What comes after this? What is our future and the afterlife? Who is in charge is another question. This answers the question of the existence of God, whether there is or there isn't. Who's in charge? Who makes the rules? What is true is the next one. What is true? This is the nature of truth and reality. Is it objective? Is it subjective? You know, what's true for you might not be true for me. It's, you know, live your own truth. So if you have a worldview, it answers that. Like, what is truth? In, in the kind of going back to who's in charge, who sets what's right and what's wrong? What is right and what's wrong? Morality. What's the, you know, who sets the standard for what's right and wrong? I mean, because if, if you have the worldview that we came from nothing and we're going to nothing, then who cares? There's no reason to care. I heard someone say once that we're just wasting time until we die. Seems pretty pessimistic. Very nihilistic. And then last is what is wrong with the world and how can it be put Right? And this is, what is the problem? This answers the question of the problem and the solution. Because we can all feel it. Something's wrong. Everybody feels it. Whether you believe in God or not, everyone has this underlying thing. Otherwise, why would, they, why would there be any protesting at all? Why would anybody be fighting for, for there's a sense, we had this sense of social justice or this justice. We, we all have it in, in, in us. Where does that come from? We know there's a problem. What is it? And then your worldview defines what the solution is. Is it, you know, making sure everyone's paid the same? Or is it, or, you know, if there only there was no world hunger anymore, that would be, you know, that's the problem. Everyone needs a house over their, like a roof over their head. Make a living wage. Or is it the solution something else? See, if you're struggling to find what you believe or how, what your worldview is, you can answer these questions. 
everyone, and everyone has an answer to them. Some people might even say, I don't know. You're like, is there a God? You're like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, cool. Even, and, and even if you're an agnostic and you're saying, I, you know, I just don't know, Russ. I don't know if there's a God. You know, there's no way to prove it or, or that. But your actions tell me if you believe in God or not. Your actions say, where did we, how did we get here? Where are we going? Who's in charge? See, you can answer, I don't know, to any of these. But how you act, how you spend your time, your talent, and your treasures in the world will tell me what your worldview is. Northwest Christian School has made Biblical Worldview online courses available to all high school students for transcript credit. Regardless of whether they attend public school, private school, charter school, or homeschool, Frameworks is an exciting new initiative utilizing the learning management system of Grand Canyon University. For more information, visit BibleClassesForPublicSchools.com.